<laughs> Alright, welcome everyone to Joe Star All Stars, a podcast by four fire truck nerds for all of you fire truck nerds out there. As always, I'm Joey Foyles. I'm Grant. I'm Tim. And I'm Victor. And today we're here to talk to you about JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, Diamond is Unbreakable, episode 27, I'm an Alien. We do a little JoJo's Bizarre Adventure watch-along podcast here where we watch each and every episode of the show and make terrible jokes about it. Just set your expectations low at the start so that we can somehow limbo under them. Hey, Joey, you <laughs> called us the most innocuous thing you've ever called us today. Seriously, you should have like, tried harder there. Do you not like fire trucks? I, I like, love fire trucks. I like fire trucks. Fire trucks. But, like, you know, when I've been called, like, you know, meat invade or I don't know. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> did you want me to call you something upsetting? Yes. Almost right. always. I, I've come to expect it. I can't get it up otherwise now. <laughs> Uh, yeah, what was Tim's suggestion? Tissue-eating nerds, or, um, let's see. Crop circle nerds? Crop circle nerds would have been great. Uh, sneaker transformation nerds. Mm -hmm. Ooh. There we go. Great days nerds. Yeah, because we get the new opening here. Great days. God, so, so, Victor, you're our new JoJo user here. How do you like the opening? Uh, it's, okay, so, speaking strictly musically here, mm -hmm. uh, it's, it's weird, it's got a lot of 70s cheese vibe to it, um, yeah. like, it's, it's definitely cheesy, yeah, it's got a big 70s cheese energy to it, and, mm -hmm. uh, but it's a lot of fun, I, I don't know, I, I wish it was Crazy Noisy Bizarre Town, mm. I, I, Crazy Noisy Bizarre Town hits me a little better than this, like, I, I do love Crazy Noisy Bizarre Town, but <laughs> God, great days. Yeah, now, now you know why Chase is shit on so much, because it's just sandwiched by perfection. <laughs> it's and it's just so two. tonally different. It is yeah. very different from the other two. Like, th this is much more like Crazy Noisy Bizarre Town than uh, Chase's, like, either of these. Um, yep. Uh, it, I th for now, I'm on the side of liking Chase better and i wish they had reversed them uh because i i don't know it's just a weird shift and i think chase fits this part of the season better like you said earlier um, oh no but yeah. this great days fits this part of the season better. <laughs> great days fits this episode better for fucking sure uh, <laughs> i think it will grow on you yeah uh, but so visually cool. i love this opening yes oh, visually it's great yeah I, I think the energy is a lot of fun mm -hmm. yeah i'm a big I, fan of pointing <laughs> I, I like Kira holding up his detonator, like yeah. <laughs> at the start. As it goes, break down, break down. <sighs> yeah, just visually, I love this opening. It looks amazing. Mm. Uh, the yeah, just uh, musically, I feel a little let down from the how much you built it up, but I it think that just comes down to personal taste. We'll see. Uh, I'm gonna tell you, don't listen. To the full version on YouTube because it contains spoilers. <laughs> yeah, of like, course. Uh, you're gonna be like, how could that possibly contain spoilers? But trust me, Look, you said the <laughs> same. You said the same thing about End of the World, and it was 100 correct. So. <laughs> uh, like all JoJo openings, wait till the end before you cast your judgment because they all grow on you. It's true. God, this find is so out good. more and more about stuff that you like. David Productions is just sublime. They're perfect at this. Yeah, this uh, opening has a lot of like Easter eggs and and stuff that you could really point at. Um, mm -hmm. that we probably uh, get point into at, for now. Uh, nah. <laughs> oh my god, my cat is going freaking crazy! Just like running all over my desk today. Yeah, I don't yeah know, do we have a special what? guest today? No, Perry. <laughs> we weren't. We didn't invite you here. Special guest no, Perry. No, special guest Perry. A cat goes where they want. They don't have to be invited. It's not a vampire. She is a vampire. Get that cat on mic. <laughs> we just hear crashes in the background. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <sighs> so this episode begins with our, like, Rita Repulsa running around. arrow. <laughs> I love this. D this is a Every terrible Every time like, an episode starts in this season, I'm just like, 
what the fuck are we doing now? Like, <laughs> it, it is a stupid, terrible villain, and I love him. Are you kidding? This is amazing. Stardust yes, Crusaders would have been amazing. so much better if it had this scene at the start before they fought every stand user. <laughs> I just love this guy because he's just pulled along by this magical arrow. And he's like, I guess I'm going to shoot this motherfucker. <laughs> Everything would have been better if Inyaba was just flying around on our broomstick, hitting people with the stand arrow. Yes, like, actually. Yes. I, I don't know why he thinks this is gonna like work out for him, and why he thinks these people are are gonna automatically do what he wants them to do. I know I just stabbed you, but here, here's the pitch: go kill Joseph Joestar. <laughs> I mean, you did give me superpowers, so. But you also stabbed me. Uh... I think we're already even. So he, th- what an arm on Yoshihiro here! Is he throws the arrow at this guy, and it, and it clangs off of him because yeah. this, this this is upsetting. <laughs> Just clangs off this dude's skins, and he's like, "Huh? Weird." <laughs> Okay, you know, we're just gonna let, let's just start it here instead of waiting for the end. The the true debate is this guy. What's his name? Sorry, I should have looked this up. Yeah, nobody it's remembers his name. Mikata. Is uh, Mikitaka Hazekura? Is Mikitaka an alien or a stand user? He is an alien. Yeah. I mean, I'm on the alien train. He, the ears tell me it's alien. <laughs> but we also had Shigechi, so I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. <laughs> Maybe Shigechi All I'm was is, also an alien. If we get an alien here, why can't I have a genie? Because, you know what? Genies probably exist in this world. It just wasn't a genie, Grant. <laughs> I, will, I will see that. A genie's probably so still hope. He's saving it for part nine, okay? <laughs> I'm glad we're I'm glad we're all in agreement, man. Aliens exist. You know The truth is out there. I'm not convinced. No alien tries this hard to be an alien. Have you looked at this guy's outfit? He's got like planets on it. He's he's got UFOs on his outfit. That's just that's just Morio Grant. He he has tat that says E. T. on it. He's just like trying a little too hard. No, he like he came into into the town with just a you know, maybe he's one of those aliens that, like, scans the world. Like, he scanned Morio to see what people wear, and that's what, what printed out in his spaceship. I like to think he walked into a tailor's, uh, <laughs> like, store and was like, and said, Hey, I'm an alien. Do you have anything for aliens? <laughs> and this guy's like, Oh, I've been Hell waiting for this lady. Yes! <laughs> Let me hook you up. I, it's got to be the same tailor that does Josuke and Jotaro's outfits, right? <laughs> hundred percent. They got the same tailor. I mean, it's the same manufacturer on all the pins on the outfit. He's like, I didn't even know what I would even do. Like with all this, uh, all these UFO pins. It's just waiting for the right customer to come in. Uh, yeah, it's you've for- given me the canvas I needed. <laughs> <laughs> or oh. you know, more frightening is is he wearing clothes or is this just him? The classic classic shapeshifter question. Mm. Is he naked? (laughs) I would be if I was a shapeshifter, I would never be dressed. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, no question. Like full mystique, yeah. I'll let you know my truth. Can can Mystique undress? (laughs) Can can our alien boy undress if he is transforming into If he's really good uh, in the shapeshifting? Yeah, I guess he could shed parts of it. I don't know. So then, does that's that? All, mean- that's what's always bothered me about shapeshifters that could shapeshift clothes. Is like, can they remove the clothes? Well, we've established that ghost clothes are a thing. So, alien clothes. Does it just become like ectoplasm once it's removed from them? Yes. Yeah. Or whatever the alien equivalent is. <laughs> Astroplasm. So if if I like it, this is his skin. Do you think he just looked at Josuke and jo- and Okiyasu and was like, "This is how people dress," and then made his outfit to look like them? Absolutely, <laughs> because the, the, we see Okiyasu and Josuke come up on him later, and they're like, "He's wearing our school uniform." <laughs> I've never seen him at a school, and I'm like, "What are you all wearing?" <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, actually, that tracks. That's like A to B to C for me. Okay, we answered those questions. <laughs> Good for us. Oh, we get a uh, weird spycraft scene with yeah. the Speedwagon Foundation guy. Sitting on opposite benches, like with uh, Joe Taro and uh, the Speedwagon Foundation guy back to back. It's the exact same thing they did when he told him Joseph Joestar was coming. But I assume, like, Jotaro has to just like this bench or something. <laughs> it's a good bench. I see a lot of good dolphins from here. Yeah. <laughs> it's right next to the Gloria or Morio Grand Swimming Area. And guess what? It's summertime in Morio. Uh, oh, Mori, Mori. There's Lots so many more coming in from, to kill. from S okay, City. Okay, we need to talk about Mr. Yanax here. Yeah, I was about to say, I was pulling the screenshot as you said that. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> this is their tourist. <laughs> This is a JoJo tourist. He knows. He knows he needs the requisite amount of tat on his clothes. Are All you right. sure he's not the final boss? <laughs> yeah, everyone here, everyone watching along, two fifty four on Crunchyroll. This episode shows the most incredible side character we've ever like. <laughs> most incredible one slide character. Yeah, it's just a throwaway extra. But look at this motherfucker. <laughs> this man has more has more pin than hat on his head. Yeah. Okay, so it's a hat with no fewer than two dozen pins on it, right? Yeah. We can't see them all, but they're they're definitely there, including a Morio logo pin, a Peace pin. Like he has a, a JoJo pin and one that just says "cool." <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then he's got a backpack, like a full hiking backpack, on his back with the bedroll on top and everything, right? And there's just a tennis racket on the side of it. <laughs> and the cover reads, Yanax in all caps. <laughs> this like, man makes me feel inadequate about the vacation time I take. Like, like I don't get the, enough out of my vacation time. He's wearing a polo, and the sleeves have this, like, really weird effect going on, like, weird pleating. And he's got gloves on. <laughs> Purple gloves on a blue shirt. <laughs> He's he also swole. Like <laughs> this man looks happier than I'll ever be. <laughs> we can all aspire to be Mr. Oh, Yanax here. Also the the sunglasses, the stupid like solid sunglasses across the nose. Oh, you know what y'all? This is like this is just another serial killer coming to Morio for like this is prime hunting season, isn't it? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> that, I think that just like he's already wearing the gloves, he's got a disguise on. He's so happy to see all of these unattended tourists. I will note that he is not the only person in this shot wearing like this getup, though. <laughs> like, I, it, but, like Morio must be a serial killer pr- pilgrimage. Like the whole crowd, <laughs> they they all come here. <laughs> like you look just to the left of him. There's a guy with a like a visor with the fucking uh, pins on it, and like mm. short I, I... shorts and the high socks. <laughs> Are you what? saying this is like Japanese serial killer in Mecca and you just have to make the pilgrimage at least once in your lifetime to kill somebody in this town? Yeah. <laughs> One person. You have to kill at least three well, to be a serial killer. Come on. <laughs> I mean, you know, you, you, you make the trip to make one of your kills at least one here. Yeah. You, know, you, you kill regularly elsewhere. Oh, of course. Well, every every serial killer dreams of killing somebody in Morio. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's Morio. You, you, that's when you know you really made it. Jesus. <laughs> you carve your name and the name of your victim on uh, the, the Angelo stone. <laughs> the Angelo <laughs> And nobody reads it because, you know, this is Morio. Also, there are so many names on it. <laughs> Why does this guy keep on go- sit, like putting down his name X somebody else? You think he falls out in and out of love soon? <laughs> yeah. So fast. <laughs> I also oh. love in this shot the the streamer of flags. It's got all these countries on it: you know, UK, the US, Italy, Switzerland, Japan, and then just the Morio flag up there. <laughs> I like the cow balloon. What's with the cow balloon? <laughs> Why wouldn't you have a cow balloon? Why did somebody drive their camper to this beach tourist town? It's not a, it's not like in the mountains or something. There's no campgrounds. So you can Joe, just put your inex- thing by the beach. 
It's inexplicably a cow and a whale balloon, like a killer whale. What? I don't. I don't know about that. Oh yeah, I see it. I see it. Yep. Yeah, it's in the like the corner of the frame with uh, the Yanax guy. God, I'm trying to think. Oh, of oh my it. god! Okay, yeah, there totally is an orca is. balloon. <laughs> what vacation itinerary involves camping and tennis? Uh, I, they're they're. They're... I'm just assuming that he has to camp because the last time he stayed in Morio, he killed somebody in his hotel room, and th- he just got blacklisted from the hotel, but never reported. Uh, that's that's not a tennis racket. That's his weapon. It's a giant spoon. Okay, there you go. <laughs> I like to spoon out their skull and eat them. Why, yeah? There's so many tasty brains in this town. You gotta have a gimmick if you want to stand out in the serial killer crowd, especially in Morio. <laughs> I just, I just want to know why Yanex. Why was that what they chose to put in the English on this fucking tennis racket cover? Uh, <laughs> I'm sure if I knew anything about tennis racket companies, I would have a better answer for you. But it's just like, yeah, usually it's a spoof on something well known. But like, what the fuck is this? Mostly just sounds like a sleeping medicine. Yeah, this is totally like a. He's a doctor, and he got that from a conference somewhere. <laughs> I think we have spent more time on this one screenshot than I don't know, like character the, deaths. The alien. <laughs> than the alien. We have so much to cover in this episode. <laughs> this is just chock full because we cut back to Yoshikage Kira's life with his like his new life. Uh, speaking of Kira, he's looking out the window at all these uh, beautiful young tourists, and he's just staring at women while he's chewing on his teeth. Yeah, he gets... And he's like, no, I must resist the urge. As he I can't show my true self. <laughs> Not right now. He gets fingernail boners. I, I hate that. I really upsetting to see his nails grow in real time. But also, that's something you could have called us for this episode, too. Fingernail boner nerds. God, you're right. That, <laughs> was... <laughs> Fuck, that would have been the one, the Joey. Keisha right. is cringing in her chair over there. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Urge to kill rising for Yoshikage Kira here. Urge to kill rising. Like, he is really horned up right now. He's... <laughs> sweating heavily he's trembling it's just taking so much effort to suppress his urge to just kill these women and he describes it as strangling her like i did not take kira for a strangler i love how he's giving this like i i can't let my true inner heart show no one would understand like all the language he's using as someone who's just misunderstood in a teen movie but like <laughs> <laughs> it's what serial killer urges but it's also exactly how crazy people feel about their crazy people urges. So, yeah. But speaking of horned up, Shinobu <laughs> comes. No. Oh, God. <laughs> uh... She's like a schoolgirl right now. She's just like, oh, I brought you some tea. I'm just gonna sit here on this bed and she's just got kick a crush my legs. <laughs> it's, it's actually really. She cute. has a crush on her husband. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine. I mean. Deep in her heart, she knows he's a new man. <laughs> he's like a brand new man. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's like, do you really think, like, in his ridiculously injured state, that Kira was able to find somebody with, like, exactly his incredibly ripped body type? <laughs> <laughs> You're acting like this woman paid attention to her husband for, in, like, the past three years. <laughs> they have not seen each other naked since Hayato. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, Hayato will come out and confirm that for you in a minute. I, yeah. I know. I, I next, hate that. Next episode. I hate that. <laughs> <laughs> like, I really remember, like, sympathizing completely with Hayato this <laughs> so season. I. And I, got and I, was, I was just like, whoa, I did not remember this. Also, I hate you. Hayato's <laughs> <laughs> uh, hidden camera show. But, oh my, it's getting so late. Oh, it's time to get ready for bed. Mm-hmm. Oh my and then, god. She Okay, so first she bends over suggestively and pulls off her stockings and uh, the booty thick. Right. Yeah. <laughs> then she does this thing with her hair, which is not a thing. Um, and she parts it. It becomes and then just puts fourth it, dimensional hair. Yeah, it just goes away. Like she just... Pulls it forward. Non-Euclidean hair. 
Uh-huh. Just Kira in black and white behind her with his face in black, just as she's taking off her dress as his hands are reaching towards her. It's maybe really I can good. Show, it's so maybe good. I can show her my real self. <laughs> maybe I can open my heart to this woman. Maybe she'll understand that. As I, I kill to... her. <laughs> Look, her neck is bare. Just waiting for him, just enticing him. I, I how love can he when not? He calls goddamn Killer Queen, and you just see Killer Queen set can, of abs. Can my cat watch? Like, <laughs> <laughs> she nails would, start growing. She would definitely be into some strangulation play, though, right? I don't know. I about mean, that. if he's into I, it, I don't, I don't know. know. I don't, I don't, I don't know her life. Uh, <laughs> Given the way she I was think, treating I think him earlier, could... I, she seems like the kind of. A uh, girl who can't get off unless she's, like, talking shit to him. But that's, like, completely reversed now. He has assumed the alpha role. Kira does not. <laughs> <laughs> Look, after he ripped all the buttons off of the back of her dress, I think she would be game for anything. Oh, she yeah. Seems she, is, she is so soaked. She is so horned. <laughs> I mean... Don't y'all just want Kira with his hands around your neck? I think Acacia just... may have to leave the room before the end of the scene, the way I'm talking about it. <laughs> so you can feel his fingernails growing erect against your uh, <laughs> Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm back on this, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Jesus. Wow. So we're gonna transition You're, from You were all camera. thinking it. <laughs> no, I wasn't. <laughs> yeah, Joey. You're really speaking to me right now. Alright, now we're cutting to our next scene that we're gonna have twenty it, minutes of the best on. transition because it is you you look and you see a glint on the ceiling. It's like a, the lens of a camera and then it pulls out and it's like overlaid on the crop circle where we come and see our, our boys. A mystery circle. <laughs> Uh, yeah, mystery circle. All right, can can we all agree that like crop circles are the worst cryptid? Yeah. Yes, one hundred percent. Like ba- bargain basement cryptid here. Like somebody made a circle with like just walking around in, in yep. fucking weeds, and you believe that? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> like the same. I'm always impressed at how like the ones that we hear about are like so perfectly round though. I'm like, good on you people who fake crop circles. Oh yeah, whenever you see a picture of them, you're just like, that's that's really impressive. You could be making art. (laughs) This is art, Victor. You you just need a rope and a stake. It's very easy to make a circle. (laughs) I appreciate the effort. Yeah, but if you do it that way, then you're going to like you can't make those rings perfectly circular. Yes, you can. Because the yeah, rope will, will fuck up the inside of it. I, like, you just get some string. It's it's okay. Like, this is doable. You make it a, you make it a post and hire. Yeah. Oh. There's probably people you can hire to make crop circles for you, right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> there are people who are professionals at this. Uh, you know what? Uh, let's do can some I, podcast Googling. Can, can I go to the No, don't drop the podcast uh, Googling again. Already have it. It's already just, done. Just post on <laughs> crop just circles post on Craigslist for, for hire. Four, four people need four people for crop circle. <laughs> yeah, that's the kind of uh, Craigslist ad you don't come back from. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I don't see any crop circle delivery companies. <laughs> what? Will just put say just say in the ad will pay well. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Need to bring own equipment. <laughs> my own crop, you know, the crop circle equipment I have in my backyard. I do not own the property that we're crop circling. <laughs> <laughs> Must be discreet. <laughs> Okay, so they please have at least three references, (laughs) but that's not discreet. You can't then go around and tell people. Shut up! No, how do I know they're qualified? Thirty years of crop circle experience required. Oh, impressive! Uh, Can I see your portfolio? These are these are quite good. Oh, the edges are so so straight, so crisp. So crisp. 
Okay, okay. So in this crop circle, they find uh, an alien. An alien. <laughs> an elf. Just willing to accept that this man is an alien. No, this is this is a high elf. I <laughs> mean, yes, he's got the ears and the hair and Vulcan. like the cheekbones, you know, and the nose piercings. As I just hit my nose, leg no. and make a fuck ton of noise. What I've learned from from Japanese anime, from from animes of the of your like old fantasy animes, is uh-huh. just they're. Aliens and elves are effectively the same thing. Yeah. Yeah, he's just a druid, just... A druid elf that got really good at uh, transmutation. It's fine. I love that he just does that, like, pivots on his heel to stand straight up. Uh, this gets are, me okay. every time. Our instant reaction was, I, 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 I. My reaction was vampire. (laughs) The vampire standoff is great every time. It always gets me. The the Morio sun doesn't kill vampires. Oh, it's too much much yellow. (laughs) I guess it's reverse Superman rules or something. Yeah, it's diffusing all the yellow light. Dude, Superman would be totally non-functional in Morio. Oh boy, Tim posted a picture of this in the manga, and his weird interdimensional briefcase looks like it has a Confederate flag on in the be- black and white. Oh no, don't like that. Don't, don't <laughs> yeah. like that. I'm glad uh, that that is more clear in the anime. Look, I I grabbed that particular panel just because all of the garbage on his chest makes a face. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> oh, it does. Uh. I don't like that. <laughs> Maybe that's his real face. No. <laughs> <laughs> I do love all of his bling, like two spaceships, a star, the infinity symbol that uh, the, the, the star, star has say ET. ET on it. <laughs> In case it weren't clear, yeah, you I was need saying, to know. He's trying a little too hard. So Josuke and Okiyasu find this guy in a crop circle, and he wakes up and he's like, "Where am I? Am I on Earth? Earth? <laughs> <laughs> I was feeling unwell last night." <laughs> We and find I was out mobile for thirteen Earth hours. We find Earth out hours later Earth that Earth. this makes no goddamn sense. Victor, He's clearly been honest. on Earth for a little bit. He just woke up. Aren't you confused? And don't you know where you are when you wake up in the morning? Oh well, that's true. I've been on Earth for thirty years, and I don't know where I am. But I'm. <laughs> <laughs> I love. I love that these boys, Josuke and Okiyasu, just cannot cannot with this guy. I, I They're just it. rolling on the floor laughing. They're like, oh, what a beautiful prank. You're just the best. Like, this was fucking elaborate. I know. I mean, this is a good prank. Yeah. But, like, it, the chances of just two idiots stumbling upon you. Like, he even buried himself in the grass pretty good. Really committed to the bit. Yeah. Yeah, he was willing to just sleep there all day. Also, I meant to I, say this. Where the fuck are Josuke and Okiyasu going in the morning that this is on their route to school? Like, yeah. yeah. Look, two you bros wanted that. to take the scenic route this morning, okay? They're going to Do get ice cream, Do you want to appreciate cream, nature with me, bro? Yeah, bro, it's going to walk. A nice, long, romantic walk with two bros. Yeah. Like they're just clearly out in like on the outskirts of town. They Josuke lives in the middle of town, probably two blocks from school. Like I, <laughs> <laughs> they do take very strange routes to and from school, as we've established. <laughs> also, it's summer. They're not in school. <laughs> they're just wearing their school uniform. <laughs> it's to throw people off their trail. It's to throw normal stand users off of them. Uh, you know they're going to summer school, right? Uh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, they've got remedial glasses. Also, summer break in Japan isn't as long as it is in America. Yeah, but if it's the tourist season, it probably is that section. Probably. Huh. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Anyways, Okiyasu's laughing so hard. He's like, I'm laughing so hard my stomach hurts. And this this alien, this man, uh, it, it pulls out some stomach medicine sure. out of its bag. Uh, would you take the stomach medicine? No. Hell no. <laughs> and our boys just continue to lose it because that's such a fucking good joke. <laughs> it's a good joke. It's a good joke. <laughs> uh, Josuke hands him. He's like, here, have some tissues. <laughs> I mean, question marks for why he them. hands him tissues here. Because uh, he still has blood on his neck from the yeah. arrow. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. 
Remember when he got shot by the stand arrow that bounced off of it? <laughs> that should have pierced through his throat. I mean, I I always assumed that he like got hit by the arrow, went went to go for a laydown, and just like got back up and had a stand of some sort that I don't know about. So then here's the question: or, we, we, we all we all know he's an alien, but was he granted a stand power by the arrow? And he's no. an alien. <laughs> I like to think that the arrow didn't work. <laughs> he's just an alien. Oh man! I, I mean, I mean, the stand arrow cut him, so presumably he, he just had the will of a warrior there, and survived the no, arrow. There needs to be penetration. I mean, it broke the skin. Yeah. Yeah, no, but, it, it, but it was slashing oh, damage and not piercing damage. When you get a stand, it heals the wound on the way out, and he's still bleeding. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. yeah. Wait, are you sure he's still bleeding actively, or is that just dried blood from before? I think the blood goes away every other time we've seen it, right? Are you sure it's just not strawberry jelly on his neck? It might just be strawberry <laughs> yeah, you know jelly. What? That, that makes All sense. All right, that, that actually makes more sense. <laughs> than whatever Iraqi's trying to do here. Yeah. <laughs> just K hands him a packet of tissues that he just fucking He eats. slurps up like a noodle. Arigato. <laughs> It's upsetting. <laughs> so good. He's like, thank He's you. like, delicious. That was delicious. <laughs> <laughs> if this man is not ailing, he's really committed to the game. And we get... <laughs> we get some great editing as Josuke and Okiyasu teleport out of this crop circle. <laughs> look on their faces when this they, is when they decide. This, this is when they decide the prank has gone on too far. <laughs> just, They're like, let's just get the fuck out of here. And this guy's actually has, weird. Josuke's thousand Yard stare in response to this is incredible. <laughs> like, it's like just got a two. I'm sorry, nine thirty-two on here. It's so good. Just okay, okay, okay. I'll see. This might just be a serial killer. Let's get out of here. All oh, right, okay. I was like, oh, we should really get to school now. So maybe they are going to school. It. The middle of nowhere. And Okiyasu wants to get ice cream on the way to school because that's how he gets through his Monday. I mean, no, I like it's a nice, they're not nice cone of ice cream first thing in the morning. They're not going to school. Okiyasu is just like, I got to say something to get us out of here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> good on him. That is a good excuse. It's like, oh, look it's- at the time. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> Left my oven running. Gotta go. They, they get to this ice cream store. And it says it's closed because it's Monday morning. <laughs> Who's buying ice cream on a Monday morning? Like all the kids going to school. Cold, cold stones don't open before eleven o'clock. Not even in summer. Sorry. Like, <laughs> sorry. This this sign doesn't say closed. It says close. Also, there's a C L O S E. Guy's like, hey, wait a minute, y'all want ice cream? Here you go. Reaches into his handbag, pulls out two shrink-wrapped ice cream cones that are still cold, not not melty at all. (laughs) Like, there's, there is no way you should eat this. I would, I would not eat this. And this is why I would lose every stand battle I was involved in. Thanks for the free cold ice cream from your purse, strange elf. Like, I, I'm strange space elf. Like at that point, I'm just like, okay, yeah, I'm all in. Whatever you follow. Yeah, this you know what? If an <laughs> elf gives me ice cream that's cold from his purse, I will this, eat the ice cream. This is about when I'm like really convinced. Okay, man, this guy's just an alien. Just pulling things out of his space bag. So, yeah. fine. do you think they're part of him? Ooh. <laughs> no, I think he just has an interdimensional space bag. I, I do. I, he comes I think very well it's prepared. It's just a bag his, holding. His yeah. TARDIS. <laughs> okay, I was just like, why do you have ice cream cones in your bag? And he's like, oh, did you not want them? That's not the point. <laughs> Even Okiyasu is just like, that is not the question I asked. <laughs> <laughs> and he gives his backstory. He's new Mikitazo Nishi. You mean he's a new Mikitazo? Yeah, that. Yeah. <laughs> he's 216 years old, so he's okay to lewd. He's. <laughs> 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 You don't know whether that's sexual maturity in his race, all right? You don't know whether that's officers in his race. (laughs) I promise he said he was a 216-year-old space alien. You have to take his culture and his species into account, Grant. 
<laughs> is there like another line like if you're over 200 it should be illegal to have sex with someone under like 150 <laughs> no joey i'm fucking that vampire and you can't stop me <laughs> look they're from a utopian society where they have perfect understanding of each other so they don't require laws like i'm yep. fucking the centuries old dragon girl it's gonna happen i <laughs> <laughs> so no, his... but she looks like a lolly and says on each one. Don't do it. No, no, no. no. It's a no. trap. It's just a lolly. <laughs> it's a nope on sight. I'm also not fucking Zoe from League of Legends. I'm calling the FBI. <laughs> Hold on. There's That's a knock. A hard Vic- nope. There's a knock on Victor's door. <laughs> it's uh, my uh, wife uh, coming to strangle me. Uh, yep. <laughs> Good. Just make sure you get that feeling of fingernails on flesh. No! <laughs> no! <laughs> so anyway, he's from the Magellanic Clouds, and his planet blew up, so now he's got to find a new home. Oh my god! Did he say his planet blew up? I didn't catch that part. <laughs> Did he say what? Oh, he says it. He says it. Mm-hmm. He does. Jeez. And Dude. his hobby is to care for animals. He does. He has, a, he has a house mouse. He likes yeah. to pet. Oh, it's so adorable. <laughs> And, and nothing point, bad happens to it. I, I'm nope. glad that Josuke or Jotaro taught Josuke and Okiyasu how to speak telepathically. Oh, they speak like, oh yeah. <laughs> just like in the Captain Dragon episode. <laughs> where they're just like, like or, is this guy for fucking real? Like, it's not even like plausible deniability of like, oh, maybe they're just thinking the same sort of thing. They are literally just having telepathy right now. <laughs> and, and they're on the ball. They're like, Okay, this guy's a fucking stand user. There is no way he is anything <laughs> other than a goddamn stand user. <laughs> Just then bring your stand out and fake hit him. But Why does like, everybody but, do that? Would a stand user well, really have this much of a l- elaborate lie? Like, <laughs> Magellanic clouds, what is this? Oh, it's so good. And then just like... Their their <laughs> test here is Josuke says, "Do you have some insert random sci-fi jibber jabber?" And he goes, "Of course I do, but of it's not I here do. right now." <laughs> yeah, it's like, do you Does have like a like a laser, some sort of laser gun? He's like, "Of course I do, but I left it on my ship because I come here in peace." <laughs> oh, what? Does your watch call it's your a, ship? It's a good of point. course. <laughs> it's like, well, can you show us your spaceship? It's like, oh, I could, but it's uh, three days away in, 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 in orbit around this solar system. Like, this seems like way too much of a bit for him to actually be an alien. I don't get it. <laughs> I love it. But we are, like, way into this episode. and Although we haven't quite gotten to it, he has an alien power, right? Called Earth, Wind, and Fire. <laughs> I don't know if we ever, ever t- if we ever get told this, but yes. That's what sure. the wiki says, and you know what, Victor? Look, Isn't that a musical reference? He's a shining star, no matter who he is. Man, that doesn't work <laughs> in third person. <laughs> <laughs> Can you feel the power of the mighty elements rising up in you now? Let this groove light up your fuse, as this week on JoJo's Bizarre Western Music Reference, we take on one of the most beloved bands of the 70s, Earth, Wind, and Fire. This funk, soul, disco, pop, R&B, rock, dance, jazz group is a critical and commercial darling, with numerous awards including six Grammys and over 90 million records sold worldwide. Earth, Wind, and Fire has been honored with a Rhythm and Soul Heritage Award from the American Society of Composers, Authors, and Publishers, a BET Lifetime Achievement Award, the Soul Train Legend Award, and a Grammy Lifetime Achievement Award. They've been inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, the Vocal Group Hall of Fame, and the NAACP Image Award Hall of Fame. The group is truly legendary, but every story starts somewhere, and in the case of band leader Maurice White, the story starts in Chicago, 1969, as a session drummer for Chess Records. 
In that year, White and Two Friends became a songwriting collaborative, shopping out their compositions to the record label and writing for advertisements. Their work would score the trio recording contract, and they released two singles under the name The Salty Peppers. The first single was a minor local hit, but the second single went nowhere. And so a frustrated White moved to LA and thought bigger. How much bigger? How about convincing two more musical acquaintances and his younger brother to move to LA with him and then auditioning other musicians until he had a 10-piece band? That was the first lineup of Earth, Wind & Fire, with a full horn section, multiple vocalists, and multiple percussionists. The band's self-titled debut album was just seven tracks long, but it went to number 24 on the Billboard Top Soul Albums chart in 1971, and though it produced no hit singles, reviews at the time ranged from mixed to generally favorable. The band's next release was the soundtrack to the classic blaxploitation film Sweet Sweetback's Badass Song. Since the film had basically no budget, the soundtrack album was released as its pre-promotion, and it went to number 13 on the soul chart. It features such amazing track names as Sweetback Losing His Cherry, Sweetback Getting It Uptight and Preaching It So Hard That Bourgeois Angels in Heaven Turn Around, and The Man Tries Running His Usual Game, But Sweetback's Jones Is So Strong He Wastes The Hounds, Parentheses, yeah, yeah, and besides that, he will be coming back taking names and collecting dues. End parenthesis. Earth, Wind, and Fire's second album, The Need of Love, came out later in the same year. To be clear, that's three records in 1971. But it didn't chart as well as the debut, and though they seemed to be gaining momentum on college radio, the band broke down. Maurice White was left with just his younger brother by his side and he decided to forge on and reform the group with new members in 1972. With new members, new managers, and eventually a new record label, Clive Davis was so impressed with the band that he had Columbia buy out their contract from Warner Brothers, Earth, Wind & Fire put out their third album in October and a fourth album in May of 73. Here they start breaking into the mainstream at number 27 on the Billboard 200. Their fifth album would then go to number 15 on the Billboard 200 and become their first number one on the Soul Chart. They would even score a couple top 40 singles on the Hot 100 from that album. But that's all old stuff that we're not talking about anymore because 1975 is where the earth, wind, and fire we really remember begins. The band was approached by the producer of the classic exploitation film Superfly, and he had a proposition for them. Earth, wind, and fire would feature heavily in a movie as a band called The Group, and they would do the soundtrack too. Sure, they said, sign us up. What could go wrong? The film was called That's the Way of the World, and when the band members saw a pre-screening of the finished movie, they knew it was going to bomb. They rushed out the soundtrack album ahead of the movie to get some sales before the film could come out and ruin everything. And the movie did, in fact, flop tremendously, but the first single from the soundtrack, Shining Star, had already gone all the way to number one on the Hot 100, and Earth, Wind, and Fire would be headed for their destiny in spite of the film. This would launch a string of top 40 singles for the band over the next few years. In 1978, Earth, Wind & Fire would release their first Greatest Hits compilation, and it had a couple new singles on it, a cover of the Beatles' Got To Get You Into My Life, and what has become one of their signature songs in September. And that's not the end for them. After another successful album in 1979, the one that has Boogie Wonderland on it, they successfully made the transition into the 80s with Let's Groove in 1981. Their cultural relevance does fade some after that, but the band kept going and releasing albums with regularity up until 2014. And they kept putting on their dynamic live performances the whole time too. Unfortunately, Maurice White passed in 2016. But the band went through so many different members in the first place that it absolutely would not surprise me for the performances to keep on going for quite some time. We might even run into a Ship of Theseus situation where someday we have the actual official Earth, Wind & Fire with no remaining members from their heyday in the 70s and 80s. Oh, and uh, of course we're going out on September. We absolutely did not plan for this episode to come out in September, but here we are, and this is the only correct choice. And I better see every one of you jamming out to this.
Yeah, Victor, dance. Jojo Lucky Land. Okay. Thank, thank you for laughing at your own joke, guys. That I shamelessly stole off camera. I shadow wrote that joke. Uh, okay, let's. We have like at least an hour left to talk about this episode. So. Oh my god! <laughs> oh god! Who would have thought this would be a long ass episode? Uh, like. We're going to get there, but this episode does not go at all in the direction I expected to, and ends in a place that shocked me. Like, <laughs> I, yeah, it's good no media. joke, love this episode. This episode is one of the dumbest JoJo episodes we have ever watched, and I love it for it. Uh, it's just, it's perfect. It's just, it's it's glorious. The I cannot everything. believe they stretched this out to an episode and a half. Like, this scene goes on for so long. <laughs> we really just need to marinate in the alien here, Victor. <laughs> Do you want to marinate in the fact that, oh, there's uh, these fire trucks going by and there are sirens are going off. And this man starts breaking out in hives. He starts screaming, covering his ears. <laughs> He's going red. He's just so he's definitely his... an alien, right? <laughs> yes. yes. This, this is the point where I'm like, I'm reasonably certain he's an alien now. Maybe this is just a stand power. No, Maybe stands, part have of stand... stands have drawbacks, but not f- like weaknesses, Joey. Like This is not a thing. That, that, that's not true. <laughs> <laughs> Remember when one of them <laughs> fell in water and dissolved and died? <laughs> That's not real, all right? Like, that is so fake. Uh, we, sh- we should point out that also, Okuyasu just pieces out because we don't know what to use. Like, we don't know how to use him for the rest of this episode, so he needs to go. Leave. Uh, and, Victor, you, as you will find out, Stans can have terrible weaknesses. What so, the fuck, Araki? <laughs> I just, I can never get over this image of him screaming and, like, dying as phantom fire tricks go across the screen. Uh, that might be my desktop background later on. <laughs> I want my I want anybody who to, that touches my desktop to be as confused as possible. <laughs> I like that Jessica is like, how can somebody be allergic to fire trucks? <laughs> the sound of, of fire trucks. <laughs> I'm fucking out of here. And Josuke is understandably upset because this oh. man is screaming and just like just and runs into a boils everywhere. Oh man, are y'all ready to see how this looks in the fucking manga? Yes. Because oh, it's oh, fucking God. atrocious. Oh, boy. That Terrifying. is upsetting. I'm glad oh, Josuke's finally on model, though. <laughs> yeah, uh, he's actually really softened up like over the course of like these last two chapters. Yeah. Uh, we, we're there. We're there to, to soft good Josuke. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so he turns into the one thing that can get them away from this situation. Shoes! <laughs> so, okay. Josuke walks over there, sees him turn into like some crazy tentacle monster, and now we get the shoe transformation <laughs> Please, thing. Please, take me away from here! Wear me like one of your Nikes. Uh, like one of your American shoes. Quentin Tarantino is in your chat. Like <laughs> I like I how upset. he ejects himself into the air and Josuke goes, Are you a stand user? What? It's like That's no, this question. is my alien ability. I can turn into any object. <laughs> And he chooses shoes. Sunikas, thank you. Well, you can't you can't turn into anything mechanical or requires power. Or anything more powerful than himself is how he describes it. <laughs> so he, he he turns into Josuke's shoes and they fly away. He turns into some stylish kicks. And then yeah. we get some oh, uh, sketchy math. That uh, says... They have his name on it. They're branded as Moosey Brand. <laughs> <laughs> That's very good. And it, and it makes Josuke jump real good. You can fly? No. Jump good. Just full Samurai Jack here. <laughs> no. Uh, jump good. Their, their speed and jump strength are doubled together. 
I don't, do you, I don't think that Josuke could do a fucking 30-foot vertical on his own. Yeah. So why does he do a 60-foot vertical here? But the here? alien could. The alien could. Yeah. How do we explain him doing the Dio walk up the wall? Uh, these are... These are the traction on these shoes are really good, Joey. The grip, man. Uh, and here you go, Tim. Josuke does the thing that we're always like, why don't they just do this? He has Shining Diamond do the like punch over flinching thing and stop an inch away, and he's like, wait, you actually can't see my stand? <laughs> oh my god, are you just an alien? <laughs> oh man, I, that that's. I'm so confused. Just an alien. <laughs> Aliens are just, real. <laughs> just this is Iraqi really fucking with us. <laughs> this is so next level to your fucking readers. It's like I, I <laughs> But he's not an alien. He's just a stand user. <laughs> there are moments where I think uh, where I think Iraqi okay, Iraqi just doesn't get it. But this is where Iraqi this is where I think Iraqi is a fucking genius. <laughs> who's really just fucking with people. Yeah. I think Iraqi has a lot of spite in his heart. <laughs> he does. Good. It's, it's what keeps him eternally young. <laughs> God. I, oh. I love everything about this character. He's so good. <laughs> so his, his response to Josuke saving his life or something like that. Uh, <laughs> from the fire trucks. <laughs> from the fire trucks. He's <laughs> like, look, I can turn into anything. How can I repay you? Maybe I could make a fan and fan you. It's hot, right? Or I could turn into a bag. Why is you this large? Also, you have hands. <laughs> Look, if you could make your head into a back scratcher, wouldn't you? No. <laughs> I will tell your wife that you can. <laughs> Look, I'll do anything for you, Josuke. Anything. Oh no, this is how my Jojen start. <laughs> Yo, can you turn into dice? Can you turn what? Flashlight, dude. What? Oh, that was why. <laughs> God damn it! You just said flashlight, didn't you? That was Acacia's yeah, other that's joke. That's the word of the day. That's how Acacia... <laughs> okay, so Sorry, before Acacia. this episode started, Acacia was like, you gotta remember my two jokes. One of them was the Pillar Man theme. The other one was the Fleshlight thing, and she couldn't remember it, but thank God Grant did, without even being there. <laughs> like, uh, the why would... Because Acacia, Acacia goes, he's gonna have him turn into a Fleshlight, and I'm like, but he already is. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it could just turn into a... A woman, like <laughs> no, no, he's no, already beautiful. Just he doesn't get... have to be a woman. <laughs> Just right. doesn't think he deserves. Sorry. That. <laughs> also, what about Okuyasu? <laughs> what about Okuyasu? Look, if, what it's about a, about if it's a flashlight, it's not cheating. Oh, you're right. <laughs> yeah, but what if it's a but what if it's a sentient flashlight? I think that's cheating. <laughs> I don't want a sentient fleshlight. I don't want a fleshlight no. with opinions on moral <laughs> issues. Wait, you, Third wait, time today, you, Joey. But would you like... Really? But Joey, would you like an, an android sex doll? Probably not. Only if it... There are some very ethical considerations about this line of questioning. <laughs> the answer is, is it yes. consent if they're programmed to enjoy the Chobits theme starts playing in the background I don't even think you can fuck the Chobits dolls <laughs> the, the on off switch is in the pussy only so in that one model only in that one model that was made very clear that that one was strange <laughs> is this just oh, okay. the trolley problem for millennials it's, it's, Would you before they <laughs> before they realized the design flaw yeah. you're going to the, the real use case for it in this direction there are four androids without free will but this one is <laughs> but and the other on the other track is one sex toy that's alive <laughs> <laughs> i don't like this trolley problem <laughs> Is there a way to make it hit both so I don't have to uh, have it weigh on my conscience that I chose one or the other? The great. Sex now, great. now that you've asked that question, the robots will rise up against you. I don't want the sentient fleshlight to rise up against me. Will you be spared on the fleshlight uprising? 
I'm just scared of what it would do to me. I'm not, I'm not sure what its capabilities are. It learned it from you, Grant. I, I, had, a, I had a whole conversation yesterday about a flashlight mimic. So I already know the ending of, this, of how this is going to go. I, I don't like that. Mimics have teeth. Yes, yes they do. Yo, why, why does your fleshlight have teeth? That is not a function. That, uh, <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Okay, so we just, have so much episode left. Just, just Jay's brilliant idea. All right, you could turn into anything, right? Yes, anything at all, like tiny things, multiple things. Yes, yes. All right, let's go cheat at dice with Rohan. <laughs> let's go steal. This is a very just game. Just is like I need to use this to cheat at some game to win money. <laughs> Who's the richest person I know? Joseph Joestar. Well, Joseph not him. Joestar. Not him. Uh, <laughs> Just go ask your dad for money. I don't want to con my grandfather. No, his father. His father. Fuck shit. God damn it. But you know who He's I so old. You know who I really hate? And the <laughs> next scene is him in front of Rohan. <laughs> All right. So yeah, the feeling's mutual. The the anime omitted it. I'm not sure why, but uh, to test out. This whole setup, he does dice tricks where he does that little cup and dice the like stacking thing, stacking yeah. thing. Uh, that's cool. <laughs> I don't know why. Oh, we learn we learn later on that this makes him dizzy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's the same picture. Um, can we talk about Rohan's around the house outfit here? <laughs> Every man, time we see him, he has a, a crazier outfit. I, <laughs> I, I love this man. Uh, this is official. This is official Rohan gay icon. Yeah, this is. His, yeah. <laughs> I can't believe he's endeared me completely this with is, this outfit. This is the outfit that says, yeah, I fuck if anybody deserves to fuck this. <laughs> and, and so far, no one has. <laughs> they do not. Koichi in 15 years. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, so, Jessica's like, comes up with some excuse for Ron. He's like, please, play dice with me. I need more money. And he's like, all right, this sounds yeah, like I fun. My mom froze my accounts. <laughs> right. After she realized I won the lottery. I mean, that does Which sound like smart. something Josuke's mom would do. Absolutely 100%. And it's something she oh. should do. <laughs> yeah, probably. Uh, and then we get our musical for influence, CeeLo. All right, Victor, get to it. <laughs> CeeLo Green. CeeLo Green. You know, I hadn't Double even thought about that. Time. It's a reference within a reference within a... Okay. <laughs> it's a coincidence within a reference within a coincidence. <laughs> But yeah, I, I so love they, they just... actually play CeeLo here. Like the actual I love, thing. I love how upfront they are about hating each other. <laughs> <laughs> Look, their first interaction was Rohan almost killing one of Josuke's friends, and then Josuke just dis- like destroying Rohan's face and his office. Like. <laughs> They should hate each other. It's great. <laughs> but it's just fun to have Rob be like, you know, I've always hated you. Let's do this. I've always hated <laughs> you. I only put up with you because of Joseph Joestar and Koichi. I'm really excited to take your $30. I, I want to know why Rohan's so endeared to Joseph, though. <laughs> like, uh, because... He like Joseph only lets him like read like a chapter or two like every time they hang out. Yeah, I was about to say if Koichi was good source material, oh, would Joseph make the best source? Could material? you imagine <laughs> reading the novel that is Joseph Joestar's life? Bitch, <laughs> <laughs> I am. <laughs> Wait, he sent an ancient Aztec god into space with the help of a Nazi? <laughs> hold on, I'm, hold on, I'm writing this down. <laughs> this, is good, this is good shit. <laughs> <laughs> just, oh man is this just autobiographical for uh, for uh hirohiko Araki right now <laughs> we can is only, he the rohan we can only hope I, I i i finally understand the hate boner and why people ship these two, two characters i don't like it it's bad oh but yeah now we get it imo okay, hate fucking is always a strong ship so Josuke's had 
the alien, turn into these dice, and he hit them in Rohan's house, so Rohan would be like, we're not using your yeah. dice, we're using my yeah. dice. We're using my dice. Josuke's like, hey, I hit those dice in your house already. This stupid <laughs> shit-eating grin that Josuke has. I love this it. This isn't the first time we've seen it, and like, fuck, man. <laughs> it's, it's very good. <laughs> All right, so Victor, how sure of you were they... Were you that they were going to play dice this episode in this episode with an alien? Zero percent. You knew this completely, right? You knew this is how this episode was going to go. We introduce an alien, right? We start the episode with the title "I'm an Alien," and then we see the alien. And I'm just like, oh man, I wonder what stupid like like hijinks we're going to get into, standpoint, whatever. (laughs) And just like we when they Josuke's like, can you turn into? Dice? I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, <laughs> <laughs> Dice oh, man. power. R- Rocky just clearly wants to make a gambling manga. Yeah, yeah. I mean, clearly, because yeah. we're at gamble anime number four here. Like, <laughs> And oh, they're all great. They're wonderful. <laughs> and we didn't have number three too long ago. It was like literally two episodes ago. One episode ago? Oh, so, One so episode you admit, ago. <laughs> you admit Junkin' Boy was the greatest gamble. That is not what I said. <laughs> Zawa, That's what Zawa. I heard. That's what you're going to so, edit in. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Joey. Exactly that. <laughs> and then, so, and then uh, they start playing. All right. They start playing. And the credits start rolling, and I'm like, are you fucking serious? We're actually... <laughs> Time flies when you're having fun, right? Yeah. Wait, wait. Wait. <laughs> wait, so are we going to end this real fast within the next minute and a half? No! No, we're no. not! <laughs> Cliffhanger, no. because he's... The alien's too dumb, and it just starts cheating too well. It's just like, all sixes, guess I... <laughs> Get ten times my bet. Just... Yeah, I'm really unclear on why anybody would agree to play this game with the bullshit rules it has. I mean, we see this in Kaiju. Apparently this is a game. No, this is this is the um like the game of like urban communities and stuff. Like in Warren G's Regulate when he says, I saw some brothers shooting dice, so I said, let's do this. They're playing CeeLo. That's what they're doing. No. Oh. Like mm. Yeah, but like he, he, Josuke gets all sixes. Does that mean he gets like ten times the payout? Five times. Five times. Five. To- whatever. Because of, okay, so it's a lot. A one, two, three is like the like a ridiculously losing roll. You immediately pay out double. A four, five, six is you immediately win double. And but triple sixes apparently is you immediately win quintuple. All right. Everything okay. else. I'll accept everything that. else is just you both roll and whoever has the highest total wins. But like. All right. This alien doesn't understand the concept of subtlety, though. Nope. Just nope. Doesn't know how to con somebody out of their All money, right. but like make it look legit. Give it a good yeah. show. If I had, if I had to like make a bet to to know if a if a character in JoJo who was an alien knew subtlety, I would bet no. <laughs> no. Yeah, Every this time. is Josuke. <laughs> I mean, this is Josuke's fault. Y- Everything is Josuke's fault. Josuke obviously doesn't know subtlety, and he hangs around with people who don't know subtlety. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, I mean, like, Apple didn't fall too far from the, either side of the tree here. Like, <laughs> you know? <sighs> All right. The episode closes out on Rohan losing a hand with uh, one, two, three, the worst hand you can get in this, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> and so it's just like a stare down. <laughs> to be continued. To be continued. I, like, I saw the to be continued. I'm like, you gotta be fucking. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I, I need y'all. I need y'all to really take this in because I'm 90% sure the alien doesn't normally have a head. Oh my god. Oh god, this so doodle has no head. The, the doodle at the end of this chapter is just uh, Mikata's, what, whatever his name is. Uh, Miskataiza. Miskataiza. <laughs> <laughs> it's just his torso and all of his buttons and everything, and like feet and hands, and that's it. That's all it is. And I'm just like, this is terrifying, actually. I like it. This would be in like when you Makes close the when you close the mirror. This is what's going to be behind you. <laughs> yeah, that's terrifying. Yeah, that's a, it's like Slenderman right. level. Yeah. All right, Victor. So, oh. 
How'd you like the episode? This is a dumb episode, and it was a wild ride, and I can't, like, I'm not going to call it a bad episode, but I'm also not going to call it a good episode, because I don't think it falls on that rating scale. <laughs> like, it's, it just is. It Like, I enjoyed it. <laughs> uh, this is a good episode. This is a 10 out of 10 episode. <laughs> 10 out of 10 it's JoJo so episode. Good. It's so this is dumb and filler-tastic, like, and yet it is... Like the the <laughs> fact that you can feel Araki staring you dead in the eyes. Like <laughs> you remember, there's a serial killer on the loose. Because <laughs> I don't. I'm having a great time. Let's just get Rodan out of money. That it's dumb just, idiot. It's so dumb. I could just feel Araki staring at him because, like, hey Grant, it's a fucking alien. There's no, there's no th- you, such you wanted thing a genie? genie. Fuck you. No genie. Aliens though. Uh, <laughs> I want to leave. What are the chances? <laughs> what are the chances that this is a genie grant? Oh my god, that'd blow my fucking mind. I <laughs> gotcha. do at that point. Now everything points to alien. What though. is it? What if it's an alien genie? <gasps> oh, please, please. Aliens don't have <laughs> genies. Alien genies don't exist. <laughs> all right. Thank you all for watching. Where can we find everyone? <laughs> Well, you can find me on Twitter at Los Grantalonis. That's Los underscore Grantalonis. You can find me, Tim, at Big Blue Zam. We'll be posting this terrifying doodle. Ah! <laughs> That's a lie. Tim doesn't post anything. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at TF Waffleman. Tweet at the podcast at Joestar All Stars and follow the podcast wherever you get your episodes. Spotify, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Pandora, JoestarAllStars.Fireside.FM. And if you want to contact us, please send something to JoeStarAllStars at gmail.com. We love hearing from everyone. You know, please like, subscribe, leave a five-star review. It helps us out in the metrics to put us in front of more earballs. You know, spread the word so that others can hear us talk about trolley problems with sentient sex toys. You can stick through an hour and a half of episode to hear Joey say the word earballs. Yep. Yep. Fuck you, man. <laughs> <laughs> that is not even close to the worst thing I've said this episode. <laughs> not even close. <laughs> Didn't even register to me. <laughs> God, what a fucking episode. <laughs> oh, fuck. It's I the love best, it. man. Oh, Buckle up for next episode. The thrilling conclusion to the dice battle. <laughs> the thrilling conclusion. <laughs> Where we're going to start off with Deal with the Devil again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm never gonna miss an opportunity. For that. <laughs> oh man! <sighs> all right, thank, good thank, song. thank you all for good watching. Song, this has been Joe Star All Star signing out for all of you fingernail boner nerds. <laughs> <laughs> Say goodbye, JoJo. Goodbye, goodbye JoJo. Would you say that your your peaks are are looking a little girthy? Little, little girthy is okay. your rap name. <laughs> yep, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> I like how, it, do you, how do you feel about that? My rap name will be Lil Girthy. Am I like short and like fat? <laughs> Keisha just went it me. Follow you. Follow your heart. Hey, yo, it's a little girthy. Coming at you with another single. You already know what it is. It's a little girthy coming right at you. <laughs> yeah, I already regret this. Um, Perfect.